This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. All right, Baldy, let's talk about the Falcons. Last but not least, as we preview the NFC South, um, obviously, you know, the, the move to Desmond Ritter, watching the quarterback documentary, you see how things shook out with uh, Marcus Mariota at the end, and Ritter started four games. But I consider this to be his rookie season, because four games is just not enough to know if a guy can get it done or not. But this is a retool Falcons team. They spent a lot of money in, in free agency. And I thought they drafted well. And they, they're taking a shot with B. John Robinson, which a lot of teams, Baldy, would not have done in their position where they were picking. Well, they took B. John because, let's face it, I mean, the running back position is uh, a hot mess, honestly. But, but my take on running backs is this. If you're a great player, you're a great player even if you're a running back, because everybody gets hurt. Nick Bosa got hurt. Yeah. He's the defensive player of the year. He's going to get paid. Like, guys do get hurt in this business. But if you've got an elite player that is a point scorer, Carl, and it just happens to be a running back, then you plug him in. You you draft him, and you pay him. You pay – I mean, I believe you pay Saquon and Josh Jacobs. Like, you don't let them hang and dangle. It doesn't do anybody any good. All these contracts can get done. They chose not to. I think both teams, yep. the Raiders and the Giants, fumbled. But this B. John Robinson, you're going to see him in a variety of places. And what I want to see is I want to see Kyle Pitts emerge. Like, I just haven't seen enough of Kyle Pitts in the first two years. Carl, you're in Atlanta. You watch these games. You're close to the team. Like, for what we thought he is, and I think he still is, we haven't seen enough. We haven't seen a game changer to be the fourth pick in the draft at that position. I thought I saw enough of Drake London with the quarterback situation last year. Yeah. Where you saw the talent of Drake London and you saw him be a difference maker in some games. I got to see that from Drake, Kyle Pitts, and Bijan to go with Cordero, you know, and to go with the other pieces. This has a chance. Like Matt Bergeron, they drafted him to be the left guard. I believe he'll be the left guard playing next to Jake Matthews. I believe that this could be a quality. They, they decided to pay, you know, the, the right side of the offensive line. They Lindstrom, yeah. Arthur Blank went all in. Like, you, if you're Arthur Smith right now, you're the head coach, you can't ask anything more from your owner. I don't believe. Defensively, they had defensive tackles, safeties. Like, they went all in, Carl. Like, and their schedule is not strong. Mm-hmm. Like, this should be, to me, they're the favorites to win this division because the schedule, the upgrades in talent, what I believe the coach can be, they got to go do it, and we got to see the quarterback elevate himself. But I don't think I, I it surprised me to see Atlanta be this aggressive because it's not what they have done in the past. No, it's not. I mean, it's not been in their nature. But I think it's it's twofold. I think it's Terry Fontenot, the general manager, yep. coming in, 
talent evaluator. He was that in New Orleans, and he helped build those, you know, those championship caliber teams. And then the vision of Arthur Smith. And, and let me say this about Kyle Pitts. You're absolutely right. Thousand-yard season as a rookie. The last tight end to do it was a guy named Dick Dicka, okay? And he was in 60, 61 or something like that. So he came in and from his position wowed us. But then he missed six games last year, right? He was hurt, Baldy. And so this whole unicorn thing, he's 6'6", six, six, he runs 4'3". Okay, well, I got to see more explosive plays. So yeah. I'm totally on board. And I've been saying this here in, 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 in Atlanta about, Kyle, this got to be coming out your, a party for you. you you've got to have a big season. Everybody's talking about Bijan. Bijan's going to be great in his role. Drake showed me last year in a bad situation, he put up you know 800 yards and caught almost mm-hmm. 70 or, or, or 80 balls or whatever yeah. it was. He's going to be fine. I need pits. And so to your point, if he is a difference maker with mismatches, whether it be slot, smaller t- uh, corners on him, however you want to use him, and Arthur's talked about doing all this stuff with him, that's what we need to see. Well, I mean, look, it, nobody's Travis Kelsey. Like, he's just <laughs> – okay? right. But we saw Evan Ingram really emerge last year. And they really – he had a big role in that offense. He just got out, you know – off the franchise tag, just gave him a long-term deal. I'm just saying it, he's got to be at least Evan Ingram. Okay. Right? He's, he's got to be at least that, who, you know, was a big part of Jacksonville's success. But this is a guy that talent-wise, we we should see him catching 80-plus balls, 10-plus touchdowns, you know, and in big moments, whether it's man-to-man coverage or scramble drills or whatever, like he's got to be – they got to find him. And sometimes I just felt like he he felt to me like he was invisible. And I'm sure he felt that way too a lot of times. And so it's part of it is the coach, the design, the scheme. And then some of it is the players just got to, you know, they got to want it. They got to really want it. And he's got a chance. But like like we said, you know, he's got to go do it right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see it every week. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. All right, Baldy, a couple other things I do want to mention, guys, um, about what's going on around the league. Obviously, we talked a lot about the running backs the other day. You just heard Baldy talk about paying Josh Jacobs and Saquon. Saquon, by the way, has threatened to maybe not show up. I don't know if that happens, but it's just out there. He talked about it on a podcast. I want to ask you about uh, uh, Zach Martin with the Cowboys. I know you're going out to, to check out the Cowboys here in a few days. He is considerably underpaid now. Okay, and Zach Martin has been a six-time All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler, for what it's worth. He uh, is is a guy that was mentioned or or made the All-Decade team from 2010 to 2020. And all of those guys that make these Decade teams usually go in the Hall of Fame. So my point is, he's making about $13 bucks, Baldy, somewhere around there. With the new contracts, the new rate for guards has gone up. Mm -hmm. And so Chris Lindstrom, a guy here in Atlanta you just talked about, He's making on average about $20 million. So Zach is like, hey, I might not show up at camp. And the potential of that is him being fined $50,000 a day. I don't know if he wants to do that, but he's saying, hey, look, you see what I've done. And yet here I am making $7 million less than the guys that now have jumped in front of me. So let me just be clear about this, Carl. 
I mean, I'll just make I'll I'll I'll, I'll make one thing. I'll, I'll say one stat. I'll make one statement. He has six first team All Pro nominations. He has a total of five holding calls in nine years. He has more All Pro All Pro uh, status than he does total holding calls. And I'll just say wow. my statement is this: for the last decade, he's been the Cowboys' best offensive player. Mm. Better than Zeke. Better than Dak. Better than CD. He's been their best offensive player. Zeke used to say that no matter what the design run was, it ended up behind Zach Martin. Yeah. He's just he's just that good at what he does. And the measure for these offensive linemen, because there isn't a lot of stats outside of the stat I just told you, is the level of consistency. The one year I went out there, I was out in Oxnard a couple of years ago. I, all I did was watch Zach every snap. He didn't get beat once the whole day. He didn't get beat in a walkthrough. He didn't get beat one-on-ones. He didn't get beat mm-hmm. in a team. He didn't get beat once. Um, he's just that good. And so at some point, players, um, I'm sure that the agent and Jerry were talking, you know, this just didn't come out of nowhere. Um, but sometimes the player has to just go, you know what, I got to look out for myself. I'm nine years. Who knows how much longer I can maintain this standard yeah. of play. And you just have to make a business decision. And I and say, you know, withholding your services is sometimes what gets the team's attention. They will not be a good team without Zach Martin in the lineup. Now, I don't think he's going to withhold and sit out a season or anything like that. But, you know, look, you got Tyron Smith. You're paying all these guys there. Um, and, you know, the, one of the problems that the Cowboys have had is they have drafted really well at elite positions. You know, CD is a good pick. You know, Michael was a great pick. Like they've drafted well and they get caught up having to pay these guys a second contract. Zeke was a good pick. Second contract kind of, you know, you know, probably wasn't the best thing to do, but they, you know, he was that good. So Zach is in that category. Yeah. He, that's an incredible stat, by the way. I mean, guys, th- there are guys that have five holding penalties within the first two weeks of the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's an incredible stat. Um, that uh, will work itself out. Can't wait to see what happens at camps, guys. When we come back next week, we're going to be talking more about the divisions, but we'll be talking about news coming out of camps, what we're seeing, what we're hearing, what's going on. So make sure you subscribe in the huddle. Follow us uh, in the huddle pod as well. Uh, who wins the NFC South, Baldy, as we wrap up? Carl, you're sitting right there in the division champs city right now. I, I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to. I. You know, we got to see what we got. They got to put it together. But I believe they've got the best talent right now in that division. And I believe that they've got the best playmakers in that division. And it won't surprise me to see Bijan be the NFL rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. I, I think and the schedule is exceedingly favorable in their in their. They start out first two games at home like they should get off to a good start. Bro.